This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. One day after a guilty verdict in an animal cruelty case, Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton says the cost of caring for the nearly 60 horses seized in June in that case has now passed $316,000 and will continue to increase until the defendants are sentenced in June and the judge determines the fate of the animals. Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton says the costs total $136,000 in salaries, $178,000 in operating costs. He told members of hometown Helena on Thursday that there is an outpouring of public interest for the horses. Robert Erickson, the operations owner, was found guilty Wednesday in Lewis and Clark County District Court of felony aggravated animal cruelty. He was charged along with his sons, Alan and Clayton. Alan and Robert Erickson are scheduled to be sentenced June 22nd. Clayton has entered a plea agreement. Sheriff's deputies, a U.S. Forest Service ranger, and a Department of Livestock employee seized 59 horses from the North Helena Valley Ranch on June 1st. County contracted veterinarians determined many of the horses showed signs of neglect. Dutton said the cost of caring for the horses has come from the Sheriff's Department budget, which is part of a mill levy, and the Lewis and Clark County budget. He said he has promised members of the horse community he will not sell the horses. Dutton says the horses are now with agencies and people who are equipped to take proper care of them. Defendant Robert Erickson had said that the seized animals would be sold and that the county would make money on the deal. Dutton said he does not regret spending the money to save the animals. Quote, I don't regret doing the right thing. He regrets that the taxpayers, quote, had to pay for someone's negligence. Lewis and Clark County Attorney Leo Gallagher said Thursday that the county suffers because of underfunding from the state and urged another revenue source other than property taxes be found. Quote, the mental health system is a wreck, according to Gallagher, who spoke to members of hometown Helena. He said state government is not providing adequate funding for basic services to meet human needs. He said the criminal justice system is not adequately funded either, noting the state is not reimbursing counties enough funds to cover the cost of holding inmates in county jails. Gallagher said there's only so much blood in the property tax turnup that can be squeezed to get those funds. Quote, we need to understand that property taxes do not solve all our problems, he said, adding that another revenue source needs to be found. But he said a sales tax was not an option either. Gallagher is retiring as county attorney after 22 years and said, I'm 68 years old and tired of working as hard as I work. He said they had 667 felony prosecutions in the county last year and more than 4,000 misdemeanor citations. Gallagher says there are also $8 million in claims against the county now. He said there are three qualified candidates seeking the job, joking that he would keep who he would vote for to himself. Quote, if you're going to look for an endorsement, you're not going to get it, Gallagher said. 
Secretary of State Christy Jacobson on Wednesday asked the state Supreme Court to stay the ruling from District Court Judge Michael Moses, saying it upends nearly a year of voter education, election administrator training, and rules, quote, that successfully have been applied in three elections over the past year. Moses said that same-day voter registration would remain in effect for the June 7th primary election because the law that changed it appears to be unconstitutional, as are the other laws implementing voter restrictions that was passed by the legislature last year. Jacobson also asked the high court to stay Moses's ruling that temporarily blocks a law that would have required additional information from those wanting to use student IDs as identification while voting. Moses' ruling also temporarily blocked a law that would have banned paid collection of absentee ballots. St. Peter's Health in Helena is the first local health care system in the state to offer a birth tissue donation program, giving healing to those in need. The voluntarily donated tissue is processed into skin grafts. Betsy Williams, St. Peter's Health Children and Women's Unit Director, says one placenta can make up to 65 skin grafts, and uses for the birth tissue are continually expanding. Quote, The women who participate in the program have been completely ecstatic about the process because it's something they can do to help others and something that most of them didn't even know was possible, Williams says. Participation in the program is 100% voluntary, and women can opt in to the no-cost program once they're admitted to the hospital. Fairfield may soon be filling the town pool, not for swimming, but in case firefighters need to tackle a blaze in town. Mayor Lauren Tacky says we have to make sure we have water available for fire protection. And one of the things we're looking at doing is filling the swimming pool just for fire protection right now. We really hope we never have to worry about that, but you have to be aware it's a possibility and we're going to need water. Wells are lower than they have in some years and they aren't recharging quickly given the snowpack and water melt, the mayor says. So Fairfield is asking its citizens to conserve water and hold off on lawn sprinkling as Montana braces for another tough fire season. Quote, this year, obviously, we didn't have a whole lot of winter, the mayor said. As reported in the Soto Acanta, the town council imposed water restrictions in the middle of April because of shortages and drought. Quote, we did not shut down the local car wash or anything, the mayor said. We just asked them to help conserve water. He says people shouldn't fill their hot tubs just yet or wash off their sidewalks. A Facebook post that notes that pressure washing is also off limits for the time being. At the end of May, the mayor said he expects the pool will be refilled for swimming. The most recent climate briefing from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration counts 55% of the United States is in drought and most of Montana is in extreme drought. Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks says three dead feral turkeys tested positive for the highly contagious avian influenza. 
FWP Communication and Education Program Director Bob Gibson says the birds were picked up in neighborhoods west of Montana State University Billings after a resident found a dead turkey in his yard on April 11th and threw it away, thinking it had been hit by a car. When he found another one the next day, he reported the deaths to FWP. After reporting, they... After the initial report, FWP game wardens found seven dead turkeys in the neighborhood. Of the seven, three toms were sent for testing, and it was confirmed the birds died of highly pathogenic avian influenza, that's HPAI. They are the first turkeys confirmed in the United States to have died from the disease. Gibson says the birds are not considered wild turkeys because they have interbred with domestic turkeys at some point, and he says they're not pure Merriman's turkeys. That's the true wild kind of turkey found in the state's forests and fields. He says the inbred turkeys hang around town and people, unlike wild turkeys. Quote, to prevent the spread, biologists and veterinarians recommend removing attractants that congregate birds, such as feeding grounds and bird feeders, Gibson said. The always fatal disease spreads through bird-to-bird contact or when birds are in contact with other bird feces. People should disinfect clothing, shoes, and equipment any time they come in contact with a bird. Domestic flocks should be housed away where they can not come in contact with wild birds, even songbirds. Montana's Department of Livestock says avian influenza was first reported in two Montana flocks in early April, They're the first cases in the state since 2015. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.